Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Bean Dad. The Dress, 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're on with Mario Lopez. What up, y'all? Mario Lopez joining me now in studio, the very funny and talented Kathy Griffin. How are you, my friend? I love adding the talented because I agree. I can't just be a funny model. I'm more than that. You offer <laughs> so much more. So much more. And how have you been since I've last seen you? How's your mom? How's everything? My mother is drunk and <laughs> I don't need you judging her. So uh, she is doing a lot of yelling at the television. Okay. I've learned that at 96, it's all about the ailments. 96, that's unbelievable. That's oh, she's awesome. all about the hurricane and the, um, you know, life alert. Yeah. She's very into all that stuff, in addition to the box of wine. <laughs> Maybe fantastic. exacerbated by the box of wine, but I don't judge. Well, you're busier than ever. You're always uh, up to something. And congratulations on your new book. You can pre-order it right now. Uh, Celebrity Run-Ins. And taking a look at the book, it's substantial. You have yeah. a... A lot of different people. It's like a real book. I mean, covering I, celebrities from all from, the genres. Yeah, exactly. Because look, I'm 56 years old. I've been in the game forever. And I've now become one of those people that has almost met everybody. Wow. And so over the years, a lot of these stories I've put in my act or my specials. And then a lot of the stories I haven't. And so the book, it covers, you know, 120 celebrities. And a lot of people wouldn't know that, you know, I had a great run in with Marshawn Lynch. Oh, I, <laughs> I I calmed beast mode. Okay. I believe that was one of my prou- proudest moments. I also didn't know who he was until afterwards. Right. I was a little bit physical with him. Okay. And do you know what he, he suffers it. from? Uh, probably a lot, but go on. Super bad anxiety. And I really? found out after I was like way too inappropriate trying to be funny 
that he, like, the NFL fined him because he wouldn't do press day. He, right. like, really struggles with anxiety. Oh. So after I was, like, trying to be hilarious with him, I had about five straight guys just be like, what did you just do? No, but you can't touch Beast Mode. He's nervous. He doesn't like people. I'm like, I well, no one told me that. I was trying to get money for a charity. Well, Pot's so, legal now, so he probably has a little help with that anxiety. He <laughs> <laughs> can probably right. uh, chill out a little bit. Now, out of yeah. 120, yes. uh, is your old friend Mario in there by chance? Look, you didn't make the cut. Oh. Oh my gosh, I'm not in the top 120. Isn't there some sort of like Latin quota you needed to meet or something? I had my Latins. And, you <laughs> and I didn't even make the top were, Latin. Look, oh I'm going to be honest, gosh. you weren't Latin enough. You weren't Latin enough. Mario Lopez is not Latin enough? Okay. See. Um, but uh, look, I don't want to use the See. word, I don't want to use the word boring. But what I would suggest for you is I would suggest you get arrested. Oh, got it. Maybe oh, good. Like this Nick is good Nolte that I don't mugshot. make the cut. Oh, this is a good, this is a good well, thing. Well, it's relative Ish. whether or not it's good. Right. You know, that's okay. up to you. Well, if the standard is getting into trouble, I like that. Okay, I do good. the sign of the cross <laughs> right here. Now, did you approach these people before you wrote about them? Or no, was there some sort of it's none of their business. <laughs> I feel that their business is my business, but if I talk about their business, it is none of their business. Yeah, what we feel about celebrities is not, it shouldn't be important to them. Right? That's what well, we feel. Well, one thing that I actually do write about, which has kind of been fun for me. Now, I don't want to lose my street cred because okay. I still offend a lot of people. I like that you're equal opportunity offender. Everyone I like gets that. offended. About your stick, Absolutely. Because I've seen your standard shows and you, you go there with all of them. I, I like feel that. I'm fair. And so uh, <laughs> I don't know if Taylor Swift would feel the same, but, but no, I, um, I love talking about all these different people because I really, I have like a kind of a weird fascination for not only celebrities, but kind of excellence. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, uh, you'll like this, you're a sports guy, right? Mm -hmm. So recently I was doing a show. I'm just wrapping up my 80 city tour and I'm going to start wow. my 50 city tour next For year, you. which I'm going to, the book is called celebrity run-ins and it's going to be the Kathy Griffin celebrity run-in tour and to support the book and stuff. And, um, I actually didn't get to put them in the book, but I'm always working. So I was doing a show and I reached out to one of my idols. I've never met him. Uh, his name is Wayne Gretzky. Okay. The great one. You're a big hockey fan, huh? I, you know what? I'm a, I'm an okay hockey fan, but I'm I'm a huge champion fan. Right, well, so like I was like dying around him. Well, he's and about I, as good at hockey as anyone never is good at anything else that anyone's ever done. I believe the word is goat. Yeah. All right. So so I like I, the two sport references: Marshawn Lynch, right? and Wayne Gretzky. I was like, well, I'm gonna figure that. Don't start with my dinner with Kareem. And so, um, <laughs> yeah. yes. What am I talking to over here? Chris Berman? <laughs> My gosh. I Oh, you know what? I actually wrote a joke for Kareem. And he and I never have written a joke for anyone in my life. I only write for myself, yeah. obviously. And uh, I wrote a joke for Kareem that he uh, delivered at the Democratic Convention, and it got a huge applause break. It was ah. on ESPN, CNN, yeah. and I'm very proud of it. So Kareem walks out, and this is the joke I wrote. And I couldn't believe he did it. He goes, hello, my name is Michael Jordan, and I'm with her. I say that because it's not like Donald Trump would know the difference. I remember right? that. I remember that was you. My boyfriend was so excited. He's like, nice. you're on ESPN. I went, That's what? Great. So <laughs> Look yeah. at that. So this book really contains a lot yes. of stories. Some are from my act. Most are not. But it's just that, you know, like I said, when you've been around this long and you've sure. traveled this much, you run into people that you'd think I would run into. And then you run into people that you would never think I would run into. How many Kardashians are in there? Here's the shocker. Okay, Ooh. so I'm always thinking. Why are you whispering? Because, I, <laughs> because I'm on to them. Okay. Because I'll tell you why. Because I think that you would have expected I would have gone the full Kim. But <laughs> I threw you for a loop because Ooh. I'm trying to be unpredictable. And I actually, I actually ended up only doing Chris, who I lovingly call Huggy Bear. 
Okay. The famous Pim from Starsky and Hutch. Yes. And um, she has swag. Come on. She has swag. <laughs> and I also wish she was my manager or momager or whatever. Fill in the blank. That's right. Because we'd be printing money right now. That's what we would <laughs> be sitting hey. around printing money. Capitalism at its best. Thank you. And so I put her in and then I actually tell a story about how as much as I want to tear her apart, she actually get she's in on the joke. So I kind of admire someone who's famous, especially when I give them crap and they, they like get it. And that's a lot of the book is about like the people that get it right. and the people that maybe not so much. And the other, only other Kardashian I put in, believe it or not, is a uh, candle. What's her name? Whatever. Whatever. She's not, she doesn't, well, technically she's a Jenner, wouldn't she be? Well, first of all, she's in the clan. She is in the coven. Yes, right. <laughs> she. Uh, I can't confirm that they practice bucaria or santeria, but I, it's possible. It's possible. They certainly multiply like nothing I've ever seen. And um, so I, uh, I kind of lived a torture candle because she's actually quite shy. She barely knows who I am. And uh, and so uh, one time I um, was leaving a party and her SUV was parked behind mine. And she, I swear to God, she gunned it. And I started screaming in a panic. Candle Jenner's trying to kill me. <laughs> and then finally enough people kind of looked up and then she just waved and peeled out. So oh I, I'm just saying she hasn't done it yet. Yeah. But I'm watching my back. Okay. I am. I'm watching okay. my back. I think you should. Yeah. I saw on Twitter that you stayed up uh, on election night very late and you were hanging out with Sharon Stone. Yes, I was over at Stoney's and we were having our and by the way, the thing I love about that is Sharon is also someone that, you know, when I started out my career, I was just vicious toward her. And the whole, I used to do a bit about it my were act. Were you vicious when towards I, her? Because she's oh, a very yeah. smart woman. Oh, what, she's awesome. What, did, what were you, um, like, what busting her chops for? about? Yeah. Well, look, Stoney is a movie star. She's everything I'm jealous of. So already that, you're a target. Like, you're, you've got the legs, and you're blonde, and you're gorgeous, and you're perfect. And, you know, every time I spread my legs and I have no underwear, no one cares. No one cares. So I'm, I'm angry about that. I, I haven't let that I go. I care. Well, you say that, but then you're on the phone with the attorney. Right, so, so anyway, like, it's just one of those things where you know how it is after after a while you just keep running into these people yeah. and i what <laughs> i try to do and i know it sounds cliche but every time i run into someone honestly if if there's someone in my act and it goes their way or let's say it doesn't go their way <laughs> i still always try to make them laugh like for real like no because here's the thing i don't really like or hate certain celebrities like i they're kind of all just sort of fodder. Yeah. So yeah. It's fine. I, I don't like I never really hated any of them yeah. and I never will. Yeah. But you don't care some, enough to really uh, get well, them. Well, if but. I'm looking for what they have done, that's funny. Sure. So like for Stoney, you know, yes. I would make a joke about her and then she would just go like this. <laughs> You're great. <laughs> Which I knew was her adorable way of probably giving me the middle finger. Right. And then sure enough, just years go by and we're sitting next to each other at this event or that event or whatever. And then next thing you know, it's like she's just like when I make fun of her, she's just laughing. And that's all. That's, that's all I ask. That's great. You still buddies yeah. with Cher? Oh, yeah. She just texted me. Really? Yes. I love that. I love that your buddies are there. I love her. I've always I been love, so, come on. so incredibly talented. Real deal. Real I mean, deal. Cool person. Honest, I, I finally fearless, got, honest, yes, forthcoming. Yes, but so talented. Yeah. Actress, singer, and the whole deal. Right. So what did she think? What do you all think about um, President-elect Trump now? Well, you know, we, I, I'm. Because she was the one of the people who vowed to leave to Canada. What do you think about, tell me that and then tell me about this long list of folks that swore up and down they're moving to Canada if he were to uh, become president and they're going to look hypocritical if they don't stay to their word. Well, uh, screw them. I'm going to Mexico. 
That's right. my girl right there. I am going to do what I the call The peso my... drops, so you get the dollar go far yeah. right now? I'm calling it my Lo Siento tour. And I'm just going to go, I'm going to go to Nayarit and Jalisco, and Muy I'm going to go just one after another and just be like, Lo Siento, can I live here? <laughs> and, you know, I actually go to Mexico quite a bit anyway. Really? So I have to say, one of the things that mystified me about his campaign from the jump is I always just wanted to go, do you like know any Mexicans? Because you're really talking like you have never even met a Mexican. So um, I have a joke, which is I never met a Mexican or a lesbian I didn't love. And so that being sort of the, the launching pad for his campaign was very bizarre. But uh, no, Sharon, and I, I look, I get that it's weird that I'm friends with her. So I'm not trying to sit here with my e-cigarette and be like, so anyway, Cher calls me for advice. Right, right. But, you know, we just I think we connect because she's a very no BS gal. She's very candid. And if I go to her house or she comes over or whatever, you know, we give each other crap all the time. And it's always casual and it's in sweats and there's a pizza and it's just like shooting the breeze. That's awesome. I know. Yeah, that's awesome. She's going to stay. She can't be leaving. No, no, she she'll stay. But also just, you know, she's another one that used to be worried about what I would say about her. And then finally I said, for God's sake, come see one of my shows. And so she came to see me at the, um, where they do the Oscars, the, was the Kodak, the Kodak then oh, yeah. the Dolby, Hollywood right. and Highland Theater, right, right, whatever right. you want to call it. And so she came to the show. And then afterwards, we were backstage with, of all people, my mother, Dave Grohl and Dave Chappelle. <laughs> That's a squad. Yeah. That's a squad. And the funny thing is, Cher didn't know who Grohl was. Grohl was like dying to see Cher, right? Yeah. And then Chappelle was just like, the is hilarious. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> but, you know, Dave was just like taking it all in That's as awesome. David does. And so, um, so Cher's sitting there and I've done my Cher bit. And she's like, because, you know, one of the things I do is that she always pronounces she Cher. So about every five minutes, she's like, what are you talking about? I'm Cher. So I do that. On, I did that in the show. She and, does do that? Yes. And then afterwards, she comes backstage. Her sister, Georgian, Georgianne, was with her. And then she goes, I can't believe you say, I just keep saying, I'm Cher. And her sister goes, you do. Oh, that's great. And then Cher gives the Cher laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess I do. And then like but she she admits it. Like so That's it's awesome. not like we have to play a game yeah. where you know, so she's kind of uh down with kind of admitting who she is and being candid and she's also, you know, I really love the legends and I know you love the legends yeah. too. And you know, like I write in here about like Sydney Poitier came over to dinner two weeks ago. Excuse me. And you heard me. So Sydney came over and, you know, when I get, I mean, this isn't my talk about my act because it's not particularly funny, but it, it blows my mind, yeah, you know? So whenever surreal. I'm with him, yeah, cool. I always want to try to like get like a moment. Like yeah. I'll try to get him to really talk about one of his films or, and the other thing is he loves to laugh. So our friendship is based on, I make him laugh and he answers questions. It's perfect. I like that trade And, and Rickles <laughs> came over the same night. Wow. And it was the cutest thing seeing Sydney and Don in this like huddle because then I get to watch the other legends and how they go back and they go back. Yeah. I mean, they've all performed for presidents and they like, it's just really, I just find that endlessly fascinating. Yeah. So once again, I wouldn't put that in my book, but I don't think people know I'm friends with Sydney Poitier. Yeah, no, that, that. So there's like a lot of like flash. names in there that people are going to yeah. go, what? And then hopefully I have a funny little tale. Some are love stories, some are yeah. takedowns, some are just weird. You get around, Kathy. And I, I mean do that get with around. All due, I mean that with all due respect. And I do want you to know that last night at one point, uh, Stoney and I both took our tops off because we thought we could turn the election. So we, we were topless facing the television 
thinking, well, what if the anchors could see through the television like the Truman Show? And then they'd Solid. say, oh, my gosh, it's thrown all of our numbers off. And, you know, we did everything we could. That's good. Good for you. Yeah. Real patriots. Sure. I like that. That's right. Um, what are your plans for the holidays? Are you going to stay in town? Or are we taking Hello. Off? Have you never heard of someone named Anderson Cooper? I know that's New Year's I Eve, am... but we've got Thanksgiving and uh, well, okay, Christmas Well, okay, so for Thanksgiving, I'm going to be on major, major book tours. So I'm going to be doing a million signings. Oh, get this. I'm doing two signings on Black Friday in a mall in Jersey. Oh, that's going to be awesome. Thank you. I think there's one jersey in like one Long Island or something. But um, it was funny. The publishers were like, no, no, we don't like to send our authors to, you know, Black Friday mall signings. They're too crazy. I go, that's why I'm going. Perfect. I said, of course, I want to be amidst the chaos. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm not going to go to Best Buy. I'm not crazy. I don't want someone like knocking down the whole glass wall. You're going to get trampled. Right. Because they want a uh, exploding hoverboard. Flat screen to the head. That's right. That's right. And so I just thought, you know, I just love that crap. I mean, I love getting yeah. just involved in the mix. And I'm doing some other ones at independent stores. And of course, I want to get to number one, like my last book. I love, but, I yes. love the hustle. Right? We're talking to an Emmy winner here, kids. Double. Double. Six-time nominee, two-time winner. Nice, And I have the Grammy for Best Comedy Album, one of only three women in the history of the Grammys (laughs) to win for Best Comedy Album. Because you know chicks aren't funny. Go KG. That's right. I'm all about funny chicks. I'm all about funny chicks. Good. That's what attracted me to my wife. Love it. funny. Nothing Uh, better than laughter. Funny equals smart. Yep. Um, Thank you. Here in LA, you've got this Ideas Exchange show at the Wiltern on the 28th. What's that about? I'm super excited about that. Okay, so Mary McNamara is the Pulitzer Pulitzer Prize winning um, writer for the Los Angeles Times. And so they do this great thing called Exchange of Ideas, and it's a QA and a at the Wiltern and a book signing. And she's super cool and smart. And um, I'm going to sit there and answer questions, and it's selling pretty well, so I hope people get tickets. Nice. I love the Wiltern. Of course, I played there a million times. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so it'll be a Q&A and a signing. It's They call it an event. An event, an evening with. So sometimes I'm just doing store signings. An evening with. with. (laughs) Store signings, and then I'm going to do some like in New York and and both coasts, of course, and do signings. I'm going to go to Chicago and the full book tour. Then I'll gear up for New Year's and then start the 50 City Tour. Oh, and have I mentioned my Kathy Mojis? You got a Kathy Mojis? I have emojis. That's right. (laughs) And they're not um, sufficient for work. I'll tell you right now. They're naughty. Some are. And some are absolutely not. So I'm just warning you. <laughs> okay. Some are just like, you know, me winking or whatever. And then some have curse words. And some of them have curse words spoken by an emoji of my 96-year-old drunken mother. Hmm. Because she, you can't blame her. She's no. just a little tipsy. Yeah, So I she didn't her. mean to That's emoji fantastic. that word. She didn't mean to emoji. I'm, she buy, don't, I'm, I'm buying that app. She <laughs> also may not um, be aware she has emojis. So I don't <laughs> need you Does she know what an to, emoji is? You know, I told her it's like having a TV show. Oh, okay. And she loves Judge Judy. So now in her mind with a little wine, she feels she's Judge Judy. And that's good enough for me. And then that'll just get me through another visit with my mom. My mom got a cell phone, I want to say two years ago, no more than three years ago. Uh, Couldn't text. Cut to now. After a couple lessons, she's texting. She's emoji. She doesn't have a conversation anymore. She doesn't call me anymore. She just texts it with the emojis. I'm Are like, you considering blocking her? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fantastic. That's what idea. that Rob and Black China do. They get mad and they block each other. Really? Yeah. Is that what they do? That's a new thing. Oh my! If you get gosh. mad at someone, you block them. Although I'm just saying, if you or I block our own moms, I think it could just confuse them. It's yeah. probably not going to be the same Rob and China effect. 
Yeah, it's she's on Instagram. It's so funny who someone who was so, and then they make the change. It's oh, so I know, funny. I've seen it. I made <laughs> right? the mistake of getting my ninety-six-year-old mom a computer. I don't know what I was thinking because I'll get her whatever she wants, and then you know, every day we have to go over there for an error box. Uh. So, and then did, I don't know if you guys have any like older relatives who email, but she keeps sending me emails in pieces yeah. because oh, yeah. she doesn't know. Like, yeah. she has this thing where she thinks that if she types a sentence and doesn't hit send. It's going to like, it's going to go away. Right. right. Yeah. I like so that. I'm half the time calling her going, are you being held hostage? It seems like you're trying <laughs> right. to get me SOS messages. And That's she's hilarious. like, oh no, I'm just drunk. All right. I'm gonna, before we let you go, I'm going to put you on the spot. Quick questions, quick Do answers. It. Okay. Go to karaoke song. Uh, no scrubs. Well, TLC. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Ride or die. TLC for sure. TV guilty pleasure. Uh, how about um, sex sent me to the ER? Is, it, is that a, is, like is that a TLC? That's, that's a fascinating show. Thank Sex you. Sent yeah. me to the Sex ER. sent me to the wow. ER. It's on, is it on TLC or Discovery I, ID? I, it's, it's one of the TLC or something. I first found oh out my gosh, about it. I can watch it on a marathon. Because the suit made fun of it. And then I went and found the show and actually watched it. It was hilarious. And that's the guiltiest find, sounding of the guilty pleasure shows. Oh, it's shows. very guilty. And they find actors that really resemble the real people. Yeah, and to, it's to almost portray confusing. them. Yeah, yeah. Method Yeah, Because you know why? I'm on the road so much that sometimes I'll be backstage at a show and let's say I have like 15 minutes before I go on. And some like those are the shows that run on Friday and Saturday nights. Oh. I'm also I also enjoy any shows where a woman gets to kill her man and gets away with it. So <laughs> I love Lifetime Network. Oh my gosh. I love Snapped. I love Who the Blank Did I Marry? <laughs> right. I love I didn't think I'd get away with it. Yeah. I love How Dare He. I mean they're you have a all whole guilty lineup. Well, I love guilty. It. That's impressive. I mean, That's they're impressive. Not, they're, I wouldn't say they're guilty. I'd say they're misunderstood. Yes. They're mis- <laughs> and also, you know, he pushed her. <laughs> he did. Hey. I feel he pushed her on all, every show. Celebrity <laughs> crush growing up. You ready? I'm ready. This I should have put in the book. Not only... You're going to judge me. I don't trust I'm you. I don't trust you. you. This is a non... You have the same taste. This is a judgment-free zone. <laughs> yeah, sort, sort of. of. We'll see. Just sort like of. Planet Fitness. <laughs> yeah. It's a judgment-free right. zone. It's one word. And the word is Bonaducci. You know he's a buddy. You're all you know he's my buddy. You're all charlatans. I did a show with Bonnie Lucci, um, called the other half, and we remained friends through uh, all these years. He is a crazy. I wrote a dude. letter to him from Forest Park, Illinois, serious? inviting him to dinner. And just so you know, he didn't come. <laughs> and I was like, what? Because all my girlfriends like David Cassidy. And I was That's like, girls, funny. you are missing the mark. It's all about the ginge. It's all <laughs> the about the ginge connection right there. I yeah. love that answer. Who was your crush? Alyssa Milano. When I was a kid. You still might have a Who's at the bottom? <laughs> <laughs> my wife might support it. That's true. Well, ironically, I, mean, I married into an Italian girl just like her. But that was my first, like, <laughs> I saw on TV and ooh. Do you ever call your wife Alyssa in bed? Uh, no, not unless she asks. Not unless I she... think that's a fair question. <laughs> no, it is. Totally it was question. Alyssa Milano. You gotta keep it um, interesting. And Mid then... Milano's. Like, you like yes. anything Milano? Love Milano's. Okay. That's just an eerie coincidence. And then I remember <laughs> Nicole Eggert on Charles in Charge. Of course. She was a strong second. Wait, but what time. about Nicole was, on Baywatch? Did you? Oh yeah, no, I wasn't opposed to that. You, okay. I'm just thinking of first. He was, he was, he was an adult okay. then. They were on the first time. I just time. didn't want to think he dumped her when You're she was right, Baywatch. Right, right. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. yeah, probably everyone in my generation that was the. That was Why didn't you just make a boobs? Like, he literally <laughs> I mean, took I his hands. Like I talk, and he I talk made a lot. Like everyone in his. She didn't have any on who's the boss. I know, but when you talk about Baywatch, then you have this hand motion that I believe implies lady parts, the upstairs lady parts. Favorite Kardashian. Chris. Oh, okay. Here's, here's what's different. Story. Okay. It's more like, 
I, it's well, obviously, I mean, Chris and I are like around the same age, so I get along with Chris very, very easily. But as far as which ones I like, it depends on what they've done because they're all in my act. So let me tell you, there was a time when my favorite Kardashian was la- was named Lamar Odom. Because, I mean, <laughs> you cannot write that. You can't write that with the Dennis Hoff, who, by the way, oh, you want to hear a great story? It's in the book. Um, what are the, no, one of the people in the book that you're going to be like, what is um, my friend Ron Jeremy? Oh, because he's you the nicest should, guy. Super nice. Yeah. Okay, so Ron Jeremy and I are buds, and I, my hand to God, I have never seen one of his, you know, movies, right? Yeah. But I just think he's funny, and I like him and stuff. But anyway, so uh, two years in a row, he came to my house for Thanksgiving, and he brought Dennis Hoff with him one time. How random. And he brought a um, lady friend. I'm going to go with. Okay. All right. And so let's just say a girl with Hollywood dreams. Okay. Okay. I like that. And let's say her name was not her government name. Okay. Okay. Let's just say that. But anyway, uh, so my dad was literally cutting the turkey. And my dad at that time was like freaking like, you know, 80 or something. And he starts saying to Ron, now, Ron, what business are you in? Oh. And Ron says, I'm in the film industry. And I was like, he's not lying. And I thought my dad was going to then be bored. And he goes, really? And how's that going? And Ron says, well, you know, Mr. Griffin, I've actually been privileged enough to make 2000 films. And my dad's still cutting the turkey. He goes, well, good for you, because that is a very tough business. And then I was like, it's a hard business. Would have been the best. Sit down and sit at the opposite end of the table because my dad was a little too curious. But I love that my dad went to his grave thinking Ron was like uh, Leo DiCaprio. One movie after another. Charlton Heston over there. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Who plays you in your life story? Who do you? Well, obviously Bella Thorne. And uh, <laughs> and I'm also torn between Reba, my doppelganger Reba, oh, yeah. uh, Kathy Lee, although she hates me, but she could play me. Wait, why does she hate you? Because she can't take the ribbing. She is not. A f- I will, let me just say no, no sense of humor. Not no a fan of, of the ribbing is, uh, what, is how I would put it, which makes me rib her more. Of course. And I like people that. Except even like I'll retweet stuff or say people are going to bust yeah. your chops. I mean, just and, and people like that. Yeah. But, right. You like what people can take and it's stuff. Of course. So, yeah. So that makes Everybody me likes that. Yeah. No, that's so that's funny. I, I like hearing that. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. And um, by the way, there is I'll tell you another little snippet from the book because, um, OK, this is, you know, they say certain things take time before they're funny. <laughs> I have a dark soul. <laughs> So for me, it takes like a half a second, but I really did wait until I was about to write the book. Okay. This is really twisted and you're going to either laugh or think I'm going to hell in a handbasket. All right. So I'm looking at my Twitter feed one day and I'm seeing, you know, inconsistent things that don't make sense. And people are, people are offering me condolences and everything is hashtag blessings, but they're using my handle at Kathy Griffin. I can't tell you, honey, I can't tell you how many people the day Frank passed away, how, oh. I mean, I was flooded. Oh. They couldn't even get her handle right. Oh. Dear Aunt Kathy wow. Griffin, Frank was a wonderful man. And I'm sitting at home going, Frank. Oh, I'm that's... thinking of every guy I bang named Frank. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and then, and also hashtag blessings. I'm thinking, did I, did I offend the Vatican? Like, I've offended everybody. So I have to say, I have to admit, I have not told Kathy Lee that story. And I'm sure I'll see her, and I just have no clue. Like, she's one of those ones where she just might be like, oh, I loved it, I didn't care. Or she might be like, how dare you? I have no idea. I, but it was, it's real, and that's what's on the table. Like, so if you want to know how do I decide what is, what kind of makes the cut or the act and what doesn't, yeah. if it's real, 
It's on the table. Thank you for sharing that with us. And <laughs> and thank you, honey, for taking the time to come. Well, and, uh, to, I, I always love, love you. seeing you. I love you too. When and you the to, book when sounds you awesome. When you go to Mexico, where do you go? It, I mean, when we go to vacation, uh, I'm going with the family. As a matter of fact, next month, we're mm-hmm. going to Punta Mita outside of Puerto, uh, oh, Puerto Vallarta. It. And then we'll, we'll go to Cabo. We'll mix it up. We went to Cancun a Do you long ever time. go to the little beach a little bit off the resort in Puchita? The Sayulita? It, yeah, it's like a, two blocks from yeah, the resort. Yeah, yeah, a little surf town. The best food. I love that. That ever. was great. I got jumped there. Was by some surfers, so we, I haven't been there since. Well, it is a surf territory. <laughs> it is, and that. I didn't yeah. was not aware that surfers are yeah, like yeah, they, they get turf. gang. Yeah, and yeah, it's a whole thing. Yeah, but at least you surf. didn't try to surf though. No, I did try to surf. Oh, that's honey, why I that's got what jumped. It is. Okay. I know when yeah, I came yeah, to shore, yeah. and I was like, "Screw you, screw you." Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's yeah. Next no, thing I get it. Yeah, that's it's their turf. Yeah, that's that's not a fun story. Next time, just go for the nachos. The guy's name that I fought was Nacho. That's so racist. That was his name. His name was Nacho. Say that to try to get the Mexican vote. You can pre-order the book, Kathy Griffin Celebrity Run-Ins. At Kathy Griffin Celebrity Runnings.com. Thank you again for stopping by. Honey. I love you and thank you. On with Mario Lopez. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello! Claim comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.